Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome in. How's everyone doing? This is our third episode, episode three of Rolling on Accessibility. I'm Kyle, one hand mostly Abbott here with my co-hosts, Antonio and Vivek. How's it been? It's been a long time. It's been like two two months. We were going to do one in February and then Texas decided to freeze. And so we didn't do one. And then we all of us got vaccinated at different times. So that pushed us back. And then I'm getting the, our shower remodeled to make it more accessible, but we're here. So I hope you all have been doing well. Um, we can kind of start with gaming news or we can talk about what games we've been playing, whatever you want to kind of go first. I don't know what you guys want to um, start with. You want to start with BlizzCon? Sure. Yeah, okay. we should. Okay. Also, it ties up to the bad weather, right? Yeah, exactly. It fits with the bad weather and uh, being able to uh, do events remotely. Um, so BlizzCon, we can talk about, I think the bigger news out of that was Diablo 2 Remastered and Diablo 4. Um, maybe Overwatch 2 is probably the other thing, but that's not even ready yet. They didn't really show much. And then the other thing was, wow, classic, the Burning Crusade. That was probably the only other big news in there. But with Diablo 2, they're doing the remastered and they're going to be doing, including in their updates, uh, accessibility options like low vision mode, colorblind options, um, you know, high res fonts and different things like that, I believe in the article it said. So, um, I know Tony, we were talking earlier, uh, before the show, it's like super excited. He said, um, so, I am. uh, because, yeah, you, you know, have, I, I played the game when it released back in the day, uh, like the original one, I, I mentioned it before the show, I still have my old box with the game in my shelf. I love that game. It was awesome. I played a lot of it. Um, not that much multiplayer, but a lot of uh, single player, like all the time. I did like most of the classes, but I love my barbarian. I love my necromancer. They both kick ass in different ways. Um, and I'm really excited to see how they are going to improve the accessibility of that game because uh, I have seen what they have done with the UI, you know, by bringing closer the uh, ability icons, uh, by bringing closer the inventory and the potions mm -hmm. i think that's great because less travel distance means that you can click on them more easily so you don't get so tired that's great um they also mentioned having an option for auto gold so you don't have to be picking up every every coin which can be really really tiring uh that is something that i i don't miss at all from diablo 2 sorry uh as much as i Love the original game that was uh, a pain, and and they have a, an optional thing so you can just grab the the gold automatically, that's, which is great. Yeah. And the only thing that has me a bit um, worried is that I hope that they added a uh, remapping for the uh, ability for the uh, shortcuts for the abilities, because in the original you could do F1 to F8 for the ability that you wanted to have like in a shortcut. Yankee shortcut, sorry. And if they allow you to remap that, I think the game is going to be like really nice. And they also mentioned something like high contrast mode or something like that, but they didn't show it really what it means. Like mm -hmm. the game is, has always been very dark, and there are times where you, you can't really see what's really going on. Yeah. Uh, but I hope that it's not just, you know, like they increase the lightning. I hope that it's something. Closer to what, for example, the Last of Us Part 2 did with the high contrast mode, you know, when they are, they, are, they are using shaders to disseminate the background and make the characters and the items uh, more easy to distinguish, because that would be really helpful for people with low vision. I'm, I'm very excited, to be honest. Like, if they want to, to wait a bit more for Diablo 4, I'm fine. Just give me Diablo, Diablo 2 remastered like, now. Well, it's post-release. It says this year. Um, I'm going to assume it's either going to be summer or fall or maybe even winter. Somewhere in, you know, obviously somewhere at the end of the year. I don't see it being like anywhere soon. Um, yeah. 
but it's two different dev teams. It's a, the dev team that remastered Tony Hawk is working on this Pro Skater 1 and 2, so um, it shouldn't conflict with the project of Diablo 4. This thing's two different teams, so no, it they should hopefully be able to work on both at the same time. Uh, but yeah, I'm super excited for this as well. I think if they can do like kind of what Path of Exile does with you being able to choose all the different buttons for your different abilities would definitely really help. Um, that would be super easy, especially even for the, yeah, the potions. Go ahead, Vivek. But yeah, I've never played Diablo 2 or 4, but kind of hearing about all the, the options that we kind of want and see the gameplay trailers. I think I, I really want to have a go at playing it. Yeah. I, I've never played them because they seem... I've never played because they seem quite difficult. Like accessing, accessing all the buttons and things like that. So that's the kind of reason I did play them. Yeah, I could be... Yeah. Um, like... The buttons, if you can like figure out what skills you want to use and the class you want to play, you can kind of limit the buttons if you do a little research ahead of time. And then, but in Diablo 2, you had to use potions, like you actually had to use the potions and like put them on your belt. And like the, the more levels you got, the more belt slots you got. So you could like, first when you started, you only had like four potions. And then like you could do all the way up to like 16 potions, I think at some point or whatever, as you leveled up and like that's kind of like I like the healing system in Diablo three, where you just run over the health globes and then you heal and then you have one potion, um, or even like a system similar to like what's in Path of Exile where you have you have five potions and they refill up as you defeat enemies. But I imagine it's going to be the same type of system that's going to be. I don't think they're not going to touch the potion system. They'll just hopefully make it more user friendly and like maybe easier to like equip them um but you're still gonna have to like uh press each potion individually which is gonna be un not fun either because i think you had to do yeah, like that, that, four. that doesn't really leave it buttons yeah because that's like four buttons you have to have and then the four eight you know anywhere however many skills you want to have so that's like another four buttons so now you're looking at like eight buttons already and i only have 10 fingers so, um, I don't know how I'm going to press them all, but it just depends on the build. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we're super excited for this. Hopefully maybe we'll have like a beta or alpha test. So we can get into one of these and try them out and sign up. I think you can sign up on bat on your battle net. You can sign up if you want to play, if you want to be like accepted to their beta stuff. So they might allow. Um, choose one of us it or something. It might be a good game for like voice. A good game for like voice attack. Yeah, you could have it. Sure. Yeah, you could do it to where if you wanted to, to do like your potions, you could just say one through four and it would use those potions. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of what I have uh, for Pat. When I play Path of Exile, yeah. I just say one command and it uses all the potions at one time and hits them like really quick, all five of them. So, um, and then I have another one that like does like a dash. So it does some abilities, but yeah, that's ARPGs are like really easy to like do the voice commands for if they, if they aren't, uh, or it's able to be used. Like sometimes voice command works through different programs and then sometimes it doesn't. Like I was playing, um, Rainbow Six Siege the other day and it, it doesn't use voice commands. The anti-cheat, I think blocks it. So you can't use voice commands in there. So then I was like, well, I'm not playing this. But I've been using it a lot, a lot more. Wouldn't it be, gr wouldn't it be great the if those voice commands kind of in the settings as accessible as accessibility like Diablo? That would be very good. Yeah, I was talking, uh, there's a, I was in an article with The Verge and that was a question that they asked about like, what if games had... Uh, like voice commands built into the game like 
that I don't, that's like a lot. I don't know how much money that is to build their own proprietary voice command system. Um, for, I don't know if it's like a voice only game, like, yeah, sure. Like a voice only game, like you move your character, you say up and it just automatically runs up and stuff, or you go right and you see it moves right. Um, you say attack, like if you played like loop hero where that game does most of the stuff automatically, but you only had to like say some of the commands, then yeah, sure. Maybe that could be, um, an option, but like, I don't know what development team is going or like what money backers can be like, yeah, let's put a, you know, voice commands into the, into the game. Um, I, I know that, uh, in, I think it's Valhalla or Valhalla or, or Legion. Yeah, I think it's Valhalla. They have this option for some specific voice commands that is uh, tied to um, uh, to a specific piece of hardware, like an MSI headphone or something. Mm -hmm. So it's very limited. You only can say oh, something okay. like world map or something like that to show the world map. So it's very limited. Uh, as Kyle said, uh, there is no really way to have voice commands implemented in every game by the developer. Unless they come, like, you know, when with one way to create a standard, and even so, every person would need to have different commands. Because, for example, if they say, uh, you can use the word potion to activate your potions. What happens is when I say potion, my computer doesn't recognize the word because I have some kind of yeah. problem in my speech or my accent. Yeah, true. We use different words. That, for example, the one that uh, Kyle uses. So that's going to be very yeah. difficult. But I have seen a game yeah. that uses only voice commands. It was in the last year's uh, Game Jam for accessibility. Mm -hmm. And this studio made a very small game where you could just move your character with up, down, left, right. Mm -hmm. And then you use another word to stop. And it was pretty decent. I mean, it was a very simple game. They made it in like three days, but it worked well. So for simple gameplay, it can be done a specific title yeah i think as you get because i do think since hearing since hearing both of you guys using voice attack is kind of made me think about using it as well because i would like to do a lot more pc gaming also certain games like diablo so it's it's a good piece of accessibility out there for you yeah. Sure, you can always try. Yeah, it doesn't hurt to try. You can do there's a free trial. You don't have to buy it. Um and you could even use a few you can even use a full trial like for as long as you want because the only thing that the full thing gives you is like multiple profiles. Like if you wanted to play like different games and you didn't have to like remake the controls every time. But like if you do the trial, it gives you one profile and you can just have all your key buttons on there and then you just play it, do it with every game. So you could do it. You could play it for free yeah. forever, okay, really. I'll, I'll have a look at it, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I've been using it a lot more. Um, and I've been playing like, I don't know why I've been playing Battle Royale games, but I've been playing Apex Legends, which I really enjoy. Um, really? The, the, wow. the, the, real, the recoil is really hard um, with the guns and the shooting. I have a hard time like stay, uh, keeping focus on enemies. Uh, yeah. But that game is just super accessible with the ping system and like all the feedback that the characters give you when they say their voice lines and stuff. Like, yeah. it's just awesome. Like, no other battle royale has that. And then using the, the voice to tech with it to like pick up enemies and use my abilities and and jump and stuff. That's what I kind of use it for. And so I really. I think. Good. Kind of with voice things, it has to be option kind of actions that don't need uh, time that you can't, don't need to say it quickly all the time uh, so like keep pressing fire 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 well you could say you could say fire and then you can yeah. time it to to hold it down as long as you okay. want so you can tweak the time so usually what I do is I'll have an like whatever for voice attack whatever uh ability i want to have for it so like if i want it to do like my first ability um i usually put it down for like, the lowest second i think you can have it for like 
0.001 seconds or 0.01, either a tenth of a millisecond or a hundredth of a millisecond. And then it'll press and release it. And then it'll, so it'll do it. But there's a delay from the time that you say the command and then the command to trigger and then for it to activate on your key or in your system. So like you have to like, if you're going to run and jump over like a ledge or something, you've kind of, kind of like, yeah. guesstimate and lead yourself like you don't say it like right when you're there you gotta say uh -huh. it like a few steps before and so just before but firing is kind of tricky because like you know some guns you know guns fire all guns fire differently and so you have to like you could use it yeah, for that yeah. you just have to like figure out what's the do you want it just to like tap it once and like continue like you could get it to where if you say fire it'll tap yeah. for a second and then you can have it wait for a second and then you can have it tap again. You can like, you could like make a whole chain of commands within the fire that will do a bunch of different, that will execute a bunch of different commands within that, within that time. So it's uh it's pretty cool. I know how I recommend it. Like I picked, like I didn't even know about it till 2017 until I was working in, in game dev. And then they're like, Oh, you should check this out. And I was like, oh yeah, this seems pretty cool. And um uh, I've been using it ever since. You know, because I've seen your videos about it. Yeah, I've been trying to uh make little short videos on on that and like inform people and on like TikTok and stuff. And uh they're like they all think it's fake because it you don't really show like the voice command triggering, so they're like, Oh, it's fake. It's fake and yeah. stuff. And plus it's all like five-year-old kids probably on TikTok and stuff. Because um, I'm like super old. Um, yeah, you were. And so like they don't really understand. But uh, yeah, it's been, it's, it can take some trial and error. You definitely have to get used to it and like figure out how you're going to use the, uh, how you want to use it and what commands you want to use it for. But once you get it all figured out, it works. And then once it, reads your voice it's even better sometimes you have to say the command over multiple times so yeah um honestly vivek if i can play mortal phoenix rising only with voice commands yeah. on my mouse you can play any game with your yeah. uh controller on pc or your mouse and voice commands yeah. because you will need less than me probably yeah. you can play because a lot of the games i play are like arpgs and like top down isometric games or PC. Yeah. Yes. You just use it for like the abilities and buttons that you need to hit, like while that you can't hit while you're moving or whatever. Yeah. And then you're you're golden. That's pretty much it. And then just let it take it from there. And then if you're like, oh, I, I should use this ability more, then you just voice command that one. Like I do some, I do it for dashes. Like in Hades, I did it for dash. Um, and it didn't really work until I turned the V-Sync off. I had to turn the, it was like messing up. The voice attack was like interfering with the V-Sync set, the V-Sync, V-Sync setting in, in Hades until I turned it off and then it worked. It was like, it wouldn't only trigger like every third time when I was playing Hades until I turned it off. And I was like, oh, that's really weird. I don't know why I would have it, like, why was it interfering with it? But it was weird. So. Probably the input delay. Yeah, I guess so. It's, that's yeah. the only thing I can think of that would cause it. So I've been, yeah, assistive tech is kind of pretty cool. And I've been doing that. And two of us, I think we have Toby eye tracking too, me and Antonio. I don't you don't, do you have eye tracking too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so we all have eye tracking. Well, then. I used to have it. Yeah, yeah, I do. So um, I decided to play some, some Minecraft. I finally bit the bullet and played the um i mind version 2 and uh have been playing that a bunch well not a bunch i play i made one video and i played like a couple of hours but it takes like a lot of getting used to um yeah with that yeah because like you have to like learn where all the buttons and the inputs are on the bottom and then like yeah. 
the way that I guess the angle of where I'm looking, I can't get, I can't, it's hard to reach the very bottom. Like I either need to make the circle smaller where my eyes are to reach the bottom. So I need to configure a little bit more, but it's pretty cool that the inventory management is like the hardest part and having to remember you need to turn, look for, look for gaze off when you're doing inventory so you can use your mouse. Otherwise the mouse is like stuck to your eyes and it won't like move. So like, I didn't realize that till after I was playing that, Oh, I need to turn that off. That's why it's like messing with my mouse. So you have to train your eyes differently. Yes. You really have to like, it's like, you want to look at so many different things, but you can't because you have to like keep your eye on a certain, like certain area and certain things. So, you know, like, what you're trying to interact with and do. And then like, there's so many different buttons, like to know all the different buttons here, but it's a pretty cool mod. They don't run on the, the latest version of Minecraft though. It runs on like two, this is like 1.14 Minecraft and live is like 1.16, I believe. So. It doesn't use the latest one, but, but it's, you would it was never fine. thought Minecraft. You never thought Minecraft would be able to be played with your eyes because it's quite complicated. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this... have options and choices like that. Yeah, and a lot of the options are like toggle. So like walking is a toggle, swimming is a toggle, attacking, and mining. So all those you can like toggle on and off and then move and then it'll just do it while you move and it's super it's super nice to like turn those on and off and 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 to do that um yeah the, the only thing that as Carl mentioned happens with eye tracking is that you see that circle there uh, that's basically where you are most time looking but eye tracking works well for uh, area you know so for a small area for a like medium-sized area like that for general direction where you're looking for the stuff like that, it works. For example, you can look at a enemy in a game and you will aim at him if you are yeah. using, for example, aim at, aim at gaze. But if you want to do a headshot, there is no way to do it with uh, eye tracking because it's not precise enough. That's the problem with the inventory uh, no. management. It's not that eyes, uh, Kyle's eyes are not properly trained or anything, it's that it's very difficult. Of course, if you take more time, you get more used to it, you will get better at that. Yeah. But there's always a, a barrier about how precise the, it works. Like even the, the eye tracker company uh, recognized that that is the thing. It, 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 eyes are not precise enough for this kind of stuff, but it's, it's a really good tool for uh, managing icons like those, um, things like that. Uh, have you ever found that like, you've had a headache? How to, uh, using the eye trackings. Uh, yeah, I used game. Yeah, I would get like your eyes definitely do get tired because you're always like like moving them around, like because you want to keep you want to try to keep your head kind of still a little bit because I don't think it yeah. the Minecraft doesn't really pick up head movement. I mean, you can some of the eye tracking and some of the different have head movement where you if you look you'll kind of you'll pivot a little bit, but this one it kind of. Uh, doesn't really use that, but yeah, your eyes can definitely get tired. It's, uh, you don't really realize how much you're using your eye muscles to like move things around. Like focus, when you yeah, yeah to, to focus on a specific area because yeah. you're not really, when you're playing a regular game without the eye tracking, you're just kind of like looking at the whole general area of the screen and you move your head and like, look like this. And I mean, you can move your head like a little bit like this or, you know, different corners, but for the most part, you're trying not to 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 move your head too much and then you know blink you got to make sure i need to make sure i blink more period whether i'm playing games without it or with it but that really makes your eyes tired too if you don't blink the lights and stuff with your screen the blue light and stuff so yeah i can't play but maybe a couple hours at a time just by this with this mode only just because you, you just get so tired um, with your eyes so but it's really complicated and it takes a, like a lot to getting used to and understand what all the actions like hats yeah. off to people that can like figure that like to do this and do this like on a daily basis and play. And this wasn't creative mode. This was like survival mode. So like 
you have like life and food and stuff and enemies can kill you and all that stuff. Um, you can play in the creative mode that, uh, comes with the iMind version where you can like, uh, you know, fly around and all that stuff. So, and do different things and move like, you don't have to worry about, you know, death and eating and stuff. So there's multiple different versions you can play and like, you just want to relax or if you want to like try to survive and experience everything that is Minecraft. But I enjoyed, I enjoyed the time. I'm, I'm great. Uh, it was a cool experience to like try it out and stuff. So if you're into Minecraft, I highly recommend checking that out too. I don't know if either of y'all have played Minecraft in the past. I've never actually played Minecraft. Look. They, uh, it's been, I mean, it's been out for like, I think since 2015 or 2013 or something like that. They have a Java version and a Minecraft or a Microsoft 10 version. And this is the Java version. The Java version is the one that needs to be able to use the, the iMind mod. So, um, I've been enjoying that and playing that, uh, sparingly. I need to do another video and, and play some more when I have some time. But now, like, I was doing it because there was a lot of games coming out and trying to figure out what I wanted yeah. to play and stuff. And then now, all of a sudden, we're getting into the end, you know, end of March and April. And, like, games are coming out like crazy. So it's good to be kind of busy again and, and check out new games and look at their accessibility and stuff. Um, but, yeah, I've been, I've been enjoying that. So it's really cool like, to, to use eye tracking. I need to play some of the, the Ubisoft ones that are integrated, like Division 2 or Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I wonder if I can maybe play Assassin's Creed Valhalla now since, remember, uh, I couldn't play it because I couldn't make a selection, the gender. I couldn't yeah. select male or female. I wouldn't accept my touchpad. I wonder with the eye tracking if it would, like, accept my, yeah, uh, yeah if it'll do that for me. I think, I think no, it would it if it's... It, no, Antonio's saying no. If it's designed for the game, then yeah. But I don't think the the eye uses it's not used to make the selection. I think the eye is used to highlight, if I'm correct. And when you use when you play as AC Valhalla, like to aim and stuff. Maybe not. I don't yeah. know. The the eye tracking in, in all Ubisoft games is is using the same way. Aiming at gaze. Um uh, for interactables, you can look at for example the item that you want to pick in Valhalla and Legions, I think. Uh, yeah, but you cannot select nothing in the menus. I mean, you have limited uh, usage of it in Breakpoint, for example, for for the weapons and the items. When you open your item wheel, mm -hmm. you can select it with your eyes. You can do that also in Watch of Legions and in Valhalla. But if you do it in Legions and in Valhalla, you can not use your mouse for it. Mm. And also, if you, I mean, for example, if you are playing uh, dice in Valhalla, mm -hmm. you kind of have to disable it because otherwise you will have problems selecting the dice when you're playing. Uh, because, oh. you're, you're, because you are, you don't realize, but as Kyle said, you're moving your eyes, so the camera moves, and you, instead of clicking on the right dice, click on the wrong yeah. one. The Division 2 would be a good game. And Watch Dogs Legions probably even better. Yeah. Uh, but those those two are and Assassin's Creed, for example. Yeah, I would go. I would try Odyssey if you have it. Take a look at it and see if you can play it because it works very well in in that game for aiming and that kind of stuff. Yeah. In Valhalla it works too, but you know you don't have the mark enemy thing, mm. and that is a very important part of eye tracking in the previous games because you can just fly and. Look around, mark all the enemies, and but it's not present in Valhalla. Yeah. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. I think in Far Cry Five it works too, or maybe in New Dawn. If you have those, try those too. Yeah, I don't have those. I only have like Division Two, and Origins and Valhalla, but I could never well, get past the Valhalla the gender part with my touchpad for whatever reason. It was fine in, in Origins too. Try on in Origins. It's the first game that I tried it, and it was like. Really great, not as good as again, uh, Watch Dogs Legions, 
It's yeah. the best integration that I've seen so far. But yeah, definitely try. And also, you can try it out of uh, Ubisoft games. If you just use the warp, uh, the mouse cursor to to the to the place that you're looking, you know, you can use it in any game that is based on playing with the mouse. Yeah. Like for example, even on yeah. Loop Hero, where you are just using the mouse, you could have it uh, and use it to to move the mouse with your eyes. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's like next on my list is to do is to play, to go back to a an, a game and do that. Uh, a piece of advice. Oh, but secrets too. Be careful with all these um changes that you are doing, because yeah. uh, it kind of gets in your head. When you start getting used to a, a playing in one way, yeah, and you move to another one, yeah. uh, that that gets in the way. Your your brain starts to get tired before your body, even if it feels strange for people like us. Yeah. And that starts yeah. to happen. That's like happening to your eyes. Yeah, it makes sense. That makes sense. Because when you use it, in a way, you have to look at the screen, but at the same time, not look at this not look at this screen because you might accidentally select something else. Yeah, you gotta be really focused on what you're looking at to make sure yeah. that you don't do something and mess something up. It takes a lot of training. A lot of, you know, things with accessibility takes a lot of training, whether it be voice commands or eye tracking. Yeah. It should see a problem because I it used to look at the guy that I wanted to shoot. I click the aim yeah. button. And if in that same moment you just move your eyes a bit, for example, to check your ammo, like, yeah. or maybe you see something on the side of your peripheral vision. Uh, you the, miss. The, yeah, you will aim to the other direction and it will backfire for, for you. Yeah. So you have to be very focused, as Kyle said. That's why uh, it's better to play with one type of adaptation if you can, only for a time, and then move on to another and then put them together. Yeah, I couldn't imagine trying to do like voice attack and eye tracking at the same time, oh and God. try to play with my um, with you know use your hands and stuff. It would if be I too much. You're younger than me. I am younger than you. Maybe I can multitask better. No yeah, offense. Much fresh. No, I'm I'm saying completely serious. <laughs> I, I I am noticing the age get to my brain. Trust me. Yeah. Uh, so what what did guy can be here? Uh, can be more dexterous. Yeah, well, I play. Interesting. When I play um, shooters and stuff, I have to, I have to use my left hand to yeah. do the the touchpad. So I I have to like really move my shoulder. Like I do a lot a lot of that stuff to like to spin. That's why Antonio is always like when I play shooters, he's like, you do so well like sidestepping and stuff and like strafing. Yeah. Um, and that's because I'm playing with two hands trying to like do the touchpad i flip my wrist over so it's upside down like palms up and i try to like use the touchpad to to quickly spin it so i have to like turn the, the sensitivity like kind of way up that's why guns with recoil are like super hard for me because yeah you have to tap it to hold it down but like it's hard for me to tap hold and to hold my hand on the touchpad yeah. to like keep it steady the whole time so that part can be like super hard uh for me Probably That's quite interesting. One shot weapons, right? That have high power but not much recoil, like um, yeah. railguns, for example. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like games that have less recoil, I do super a lot better than games that uh, have a lot of recoil. That's like Apex versus like Fortnite. Fortnite doesn't have as much recoil yeah. on the guns, but Apex does. And so, like, I struggle with both, you know, one versus the other. So well, I hate games with weapons, wait. Yeah. That is, uh, that's just impossible. Yeah, it can be, it's just so hard to keep a steady hand when yeah. we're already trying to, like, do so many other things. It can be quite difficult to do all that stuff. There's one comment in chat that is, like, um, I guess I'm going to have to make a video and show you later. Yeah, you need to make a video. Yeah, yeah show I'm me a video. Show you later. Sure. Don't worry. 
tweeted out, show me of you slaying Phoenix with uh, slaying monsters of, with voice commands. I'd love to see that. I'm going to fly. I'm going to come down on enemies. I'm going to destroy them. I'm always voice commands on my mouse. Because I had trouble with it. I don't know. I just, the abilities were kind of hard, like the. Uh... Holding down? Yeah. Banging the ass. Yeah. I didn't like the way that that was designed. And I even, I'm pretty sure I, t I when I played that early too, and I, well, I know. I didn't get to play it early. I did the demo. Someone else played it. I got to watch. But that was the, that's why I haven't really played it that much is because, um, I mean, I, I like the game and like, I didn't really get to play Zelda. So like, it's pretty much like Zelda Breath of the Wild, but like Ubisoft's version. Um, uh, but I couldn't, like, I would just auto attack. And then like the moving the rock, you know, like the big boulders to like put the, in the holes for the puzzle or you have to like grab items and stuff. That part you have to hold too. So it's like, it's difficult. It's difficult yeah. And so I just turned me off. If you use voice commands, fine. Trust me. Uh, I, I can give you my profile if you want. It's, yeah. That's that's the only part of the game that it gets really tricky. Yeah. Because they have to hold down. And I would prefer a toggle, but for some reason there is no toggle. Yeah, I was just surprised. Yeah, I was surprised too about that. That there's not a toggle um, for that. Because it, a lot of Ubisoft games have toggles for. Yes. For everything, like watchdogs and. Yeah, that is surprising. Yeah, it's pretty much standard. You'd be surprised to find a Ubisoft game within the past couple of years that didn't have a toggle for aiming, sprinting, most of their abilities. Crouch. I mean, crouching has always been standard toggle, but sprinting has not always been standard toggle. No, crouching wasn't a standard toggle in the past, trust me. I remember having to hold the hole. Well, at least in the past to, to five years, have... ten years, maybe. Crouching has been. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Like, my brain is still in 1990s. You know? Yeah, 19, I'm sure. In, in, well, I was four years old in 1993. So. Well, I don't know how you could crouch by having to hold the button. You had to in games until almost. So, yeah, it's, just, it's strange. It was I just difficult. imagined it was always like that. It was always really. Yeah, crouching, uh, sprinting is still always, always, they always give you the option to um, press it or hold, which I don't know how people press the shift key when they're holding yeah. W. They have to use like their pinky and like move their pinky. Like, I don't know how regular people, how their normal hands extra, do Their hands do that. Shift, they probably grow the extra fingers. fingers. They use the middle finger for the W. Yeah, it's just, it's like a weird angle for me. I don't know how you do it. Uh, because people tend to have uh, able-bodied uh, hands, like I used to have once. Uh, that's oh, yeah. Work. Uh, that's a problem. That's a problem. Yeah. Uh, they, they are used to, this is how we do it. This is the standard. They don't realize yeah. that the standard is what every person is able to do. And that is going to change Even like uh, console gamers are able-bodied. They used to play like shooters with the claw grip using the second finger to. I don't know how they do that. Use the second finger to press everything. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know either. I don't know. I they... knew a guy that lost his pinky and he couldn't play on, on, oh, uh, no. on a keyboard anymore because he said that he, he couldn't reach, you know, the, the keys on the side, which is strange to me, but makes sense now. You could just move the keys to the to the right that side would, of his hand. And for us, but he didn't sort about that, so he just moved on to a gamepad. Yeah. He, he was a friend of school, I'm missing in like 15 years. Mm -hmm. These kind of things happen to everyone, you know? Yeah. Only you gotta trust your yeah. hands. Yeah. Well, Vic, you That's had. Yeah, because I, I used to work to type properly on a keyboard. So mm. I did play like games, flash games on the internet. I used to play them all the time. Yeah. Well, then you had you had brought up um, Sequence, Sequence Storm earlier. Cool. 
um and we still we were continuing yeah. on on voice the commands but they had hit that game is like a super accessible like rhythm racing game similar to like uh kind of beat saber or uh dance dance revolution but like imagine it being very accessible and not having to dance and uh they reached they had the developer had tried to reach out and wanted like a stretch goal to make the game even more accessible and input and develop more ways to play the game i think he wanted to do like eye tracking or something too i believe he wanted to put in the game uh, eye tracking a mouse only mode and there was something else I don't remember, sorry, but those two were the big ones for people with slow mobility. Ooh, mouse, mouse only uh, mode, I'd play that. Is already, the thing is already very, very easy to like, like to play because you can reduce the number of inputs. You can adjust the game speed. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's it's amazing. So And it's going way overboard. So it's always great to see, you know, games that are already pretty accessible going even more accessible. Yes, and he's going to have also uh, remapping for the mouse, I think. Yeah, he's I mean, he's made the whole game by himself, I believe. So, yeah. and the music, he makes the music That's too. That's impressive. He does the music and the art, and I think he does everything for that game. Um, it just went free to play too. He makes it; it's so free it to play. Shows that trip, it? it shows that accessibility is not just in AAA games. No, no, Indie no. games, they, they're, they're there as well. Indie games, sometimes so think, you find it more. Yeah. And, and more unique uh, mechanics and settings that could be applied to AAA games. Yeah. Yeah, and in the last two weeks, we have seen, like, how many games have we seen that are indie and are releasing with uh, accessibility features, uh, like uh, Revita, yeah. and we have Loop Hero. Uh, Ecstasy. Yeah, Loop Hero, Ecstasy has added even more, mm -hmm. and there was only this part called um, Grapple Dog, I think it's called Grapple Dog, with accessibility options too. Like, there are a lot of games that are coming out. Yeah, with accessibility built in, especially uh, at the indie game level, because they have a little bit more freedom to, you know, they build the game how they want, and then... You try to get as many people to to play your game as possible. The best way to do that is put in accessibility. So they've yeah. kind of, you know, and they get to do little, you know, different things. And especially with like platformers and stuff like time dilation in Revita, where you can turn the time down between 50 and 200%. Yeah. So like you can either speed it up all the way up to double speed or you can turn it down to half speed. That's amazing. Like that's something I would love to put in like every platformer, yeah. like. Ori or yeah, platformers need that. Um, I'm trying to think about other. Yeah, because big... Ori is it's really difficult. Yeah. Yeah, Ori is difficult. And I ended up playing both of them, and it was kind of both were pretty difficult, even yeah, without like some of the settings that they have some accessibility settings, but some of them like with the like. You add different abilities and stuff, and they added new abilities from the second first game to second game, and it made it a little bit harder. And I just wasn't able to still play, to play it still. And so, um, but yeah, you find a lot of indie games tend to 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 develop some cool things with uh, with the accessibility, like Eagle Nix or Eagle Island um, by Eagle Nix is also another really cool game that was last year. Uh, or is that two years ago? Was it two years ago? I might be two years ago. Two years ago, I think. Good yeah. God, that seems. Yeah. Oh man, I'm getting old. There's a lot of pixel graphic games. Uh, yeah, the in the pixel graphic games because they can save money with the graphics and yeah. put the development elsewhere. So it's really cool to see them experiment with accessibility, and so I think hopefully you know. AAA games can kind of, I don't want to use the word steal, but like use, take these ideas and like apply it to like Utilize. AAA games. Yeah. Yeah. Because it only makes it better for everyone. Learning. Yeah. 
Um, I think also uh, something I like from indie developers is that they tend to be like more open to to talking with the feedback on media, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So you give them feedback or they ask for it and it's not like, oh, we cannot do this. Because, you know, it's a big project, a lot of people, uh, like the same PlayStation yeah. is harder to still to steer, steer the ship. Vote, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. More vote and they're open to do it. And they're open to listening to you, which is great. The more you listen to, to the disability uh, community and the accessibility community, the more you are going to be able to improve your game for everyone, not just for us. It's for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, I can. Uh, it's cool to see that. So I'm glad that. And it's kind of hard to find sometimes those indie games. Like you have to really look through Twitter and like try to figure out like which ones are, are doing Steve, it and stuff. There's so many of them. Yeah, you know, there's so many games out now. Like it's hard to like keep track of. Like usually, you know, one of us will tweet something out or, you know, Ian will tweet something out or yeah. it'll show up in our timeline. But like, you don't really, and sometimes it's like, like I didn't know Revita until it like already came out, and then yeah. I was like, oh yeah, this thing looks really cool. Um, so it's kind of hard to keep track of because there's just so many games and so many different things that people are doing to to do that. Well, I usually find them by following you or Ian because Ian seems to know like everything. It's like they all Ian knows everything you know? about access. And suddenly you go and, and yeah. see like all these games and you're like, how did he find this? And I don't know. Yeah. I imagine he just he just lives on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like Neo, you know, he fusions with the Matrix or something like that, with the Matrix and it's like he controls the whole internet for accessibility. Yeah. This is mine. Yeah. That well makes it's sense. a good good way to lead it to Talking about the GA conference in April. Yeah, that's a good yeah. Good uh, transition there, Sneaky. That's what we call in the, in the business a good transition. Uh, why don't you talk about it? You're the one that's going to be um, speaking as well and presenting. Yeah, well, that's one of the reasons I mentioned it, because I, I was speaking for the first time. Because I've been there for like three years as a, like a, audience and it's just been one of the kind of best experiences for me in accessibility. So yeah, this time I'm talking for not that long, but it's just about my kind of journey mm-hmm. through gaming and what options I would need and kind of thinking about what future stuff I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to to doing that, but th- this year the lineup of speakers, lineup of speakers is amazing. Like it keeps getting better every year, really. And what uh, what days? Um, five uh, I think it's April fifth to sixth. Okay, and people, I believe people can watch it on the GA Conf- uh YouTube channel. It'll be live and it's free to everyone. Usually, you have yeah. to pay when they have these things in person um, yeah. during a non-pandemic year. Um, but they've been doing them virtual as well, which I'm glad that they do do them virtual because it kind of helps us like be able to participate more and not have to like fly or travel Definitely. to like those places. So I'm glad that yeah. hopefully that kind of is something that will stay like not require one to like every speaker to like yeah. go. It'll open it up for more people and different speakers, yeah. I think. Yeah, the last one. Well, was I think really... I, I did that this year. I spoke this year because usually I'd get tired with the, the traveling, so my speech wouldn't be kind of as good because I'm already tired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I hope I hope this continues in the future. Yeah. And me also, too. I can stay in my pajamas. Yeah. Well, you already. Nobody could see. You already recorded it, so you already know how it went. Yeah. So it's already done. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. yeah. So it you don't need to be great. But I, I think really that's that's good it. because during that time, when it's all I can communicate to people on Discord, 
on a Twitter, so I think it's a better way to do it, really. Yeah, you can answer questions as you talk, or as your yeah. past self is talking. Yeah, but if you want to participate on Discord, uh, you have to register. It's free. So I, I encourage anyone to go to the site and register because again, it's free. You're going to be able to watch anyway if you don't register. But that way you can get into the Discord server and talk with the people there, with the it. people that are making the talks, the people that are, uh, you know, advocates, people from the industry. Like, I think last year they registered like a thousand people and it was like, uh, an amazing number of people. I need to do that. You're going to be even more. Yeah. yeah. I need to do that. That I reminds think, me. I think Remedy and the tech, they're going to talk about assist mode at the conference. I'd really be looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, I think they're going to do like because a post-mortem. That, that, that changed the game for me. Mm -hmm. When I first got it, I couldn't play it, but when I changed... With the assist mode, I managed to finish it, so it's kind of interesting to see their process, really. You weren't the only one. Like, I made a video on it, like a really short one, and like, I get a lot of comments of like, yeah, I'm so glad they put it in there, and I couldn't play, or I couldn't beat this boss, yeah. or whatever. And so, a lot of people are grateful, so it'll be really cool to see yeah. the process, and because and, yeah. it didn't ship with the game, it took them a year later. Pretty much right yeah. on the year of like when it released versus when this is mode came out so it'd be kind of cool to kind of hear about what went into that um yeah more at we got about nine minutes left on our hour well unless there's other things well, you I've want got to a question for you guys okay question for us oh, i've God. got a question for you guys yeah uh as most of us have seen the Justice League slider cut, what type, what games do you think need a slider cut? Like okay. Pain, you mean a Kojima cut being from... longer? You mean the the the, the game made longer? Because that's what it's basically. Well. Well, maybe not to do it longer, but to add the bits that more cut out, really. I think I could, we could make this like, we could make this question like more accessibility focused, and we could kind of connect it to that too yeah. as well. Let's say, what games could benefit from like re-releasing, but with accessibility, like kind of similar to Control, yes. like with assist mode. Um, that would be like a new cut, like an accessibility cut or whatever. Uh, I think for me, maybe like like a Dark Souls franchise would be something uh, that I've always wanted to play, oh, like Dark Souls up. 3. Yeah, I did. I did bring that up. I think that would be really cool yeah. if it had like an assist mode and ways to like yeah. customize the enemy damage and time and was updated for accessibility um, to allow other people to experience. I think that's something that I've always wanted to play and try, uh, but I'm just not able to with the way that the game was developed so long ago and stuff and so dark souls 3 is definitely would be my accessibility yeah. cut for a remake of a game i have two choices uh the resident evil series and i have this one is a bit of a dark one uh sekiro okay i said it. the, the oh you both ago got that angle yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you both got bad. We've yeah, gone mad. Like, no, we we just we just yeah. asked which, which games we wanted. We we need, we thought that would need that feature, and we get the true, answer yeah. that we had. That's really like the only genre I really can't play. Like if you could break down genres yeah. that I don't play, that's probably like roguelite, roguelites and stuff. Like. Yeah. Well, they they say souls like games, but like that's like that's yeah. like the genre. But it's yeah, it's like a third person dungeon crawler. It's and it's not true, and it's not a true ARPG, but it is kind of where it's not like top down. It's third person. But that's like the only like Dark Souls games, whether it be Sekiro or Demon Souls, Dark Souls, all those games, uh, Neo Neo game Neo and Neo Two, like all those. Mm -hmm. 
I would recut those and put them for accessibility. And then I could probably play every genre of game possibly. I think then I wouldn't like, that's I, the only I, thing I, I haven't played. My pick, mm -hmm. my pick would kind of be a, a, a new game. Okay. Ghost of Tsushima, that would have been good with accessibility features as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd really like, like Japanese history is one of my favorite kind of uh, like history. So when I bought Ghost of Tsushima, I, I found it kind of the accessibility was there, but I think there needed to be a lot more accessibility options. Yeah, I mean that's still pretty. That's pretty close to a Souls game. You didn't stray. Yeah, no. You didn't stray too far off the. Do you know off what? the path. Wait. I know Vivek very well. Okay, Vivek, how about this? Imagine God of War with accessibility options. Yeah. Yeah, that would be amazing. It's the game that you love. Yeah. God of War would be up there too. Yeah. God of War too. Yeah. I'll have to talk to Santa Monica Studios. Yep. See if you can get in there. I mean, if they make, like, they take the stuff that makes Spider-Man accessible and put it yeah. into God of War. Yeah. Spider. Because I think a lot of games kind of have those options. Spider-God. But people haven't talked about accessibility. Mm-hmm. This much, it's, it's not, they're not as aware, but... For the next couple of years, developers are really aware yeah. of accessibility. Also, you have to think that these games are all, like most of them are made in Japan, which is a yeah. different mentality. And that is yeah. part of the issue here. The fact that Japanese guy, like games that are easy to learn, hard to master, yeah. but yeah. usually that translates, translates to very close mechanics, very... Like Monster Hunter. Yeah. yeah. It's like you have to do this like this, young samurai, you know? Do it this way. Yeah. If you don't do it this way, you will die a hundred times. Yeah. You have to get better and all that. <clears throat> you know. That's a good point, that it seems like a lot of Eastern-style games. Uh... Oh, boy, accessible. Well, no, less. Eastern is like, is, is it? Oh, yeah, of, yeah. Isn't Eastern like the Asian, Asian? It's oh, the Asian yeah, country. Japan, so, and, yeah. Japan and China and stuff. So, yeah. It seems to be like Europe and, and the Western civilization type game developments are, are doing that. Depending, I mean, it all depends on the project and the staff. And like, I'm sure it's more nuanced than that. But as a general yeah. overview, not to like, to hate on on any anyone either no, side at all but um but, but i've heard, i have heard a user that uh japanese game uh, bravely default too mm -hmm. that kind of has accessibility options now yeah you can have point. like two-handed or one-handed so isn't that for the yeah, switch is or is it gonna be is it gonna be is it coming out for to the switch but you never know, they're starting to do something. So, other Japanese games might follow. They're saying that when when um, companies like Nintendo decide to do accessibility, they do really well. Yes, yeah. Yeah. It's just that they don't do it as often, like, after no. the studios here. But when they do it, they, like, Nintendo released the first uh, accessible controller, you know, that you control by... Uh, Glowing her into it um, to to control oh, yeah. the input. So that was ages ago. Yeah, they were the first. Yeah, let's see. I'm searching it to see what this barely default to because I didn't see. Yeah. Doesn't say. Ian shared it with us. Ian did. Yeah, but I'm looking. Was there an article attached yeah. to it, or no? I don't remember. Yeah. Okay, let me pull it up then. It's just a Twitter uh, one. Yeah, because I tried to look up and see if there was any articles on it. Talking. But it didn't look like there was any yeah. articles on it. 
let's see. Doo -doo. But I haven't played the series, so I don't even know. I imagine, isn't it like a JRPG? It is a JRPG, yeah. Yep, so he only haven't seen as much, but we're glad to see. One-handed controller options, yeah, so just one guy. Yeah, it's only coming for Nintendo Switch. It's coming on, but it's already released, you know, but released on February, but... He said, hashtag free game. Hashtag free game? But the game is not free. No, it's not. That's strange. But yeah, that's pretty cool. It's especially helpful, like, if you, like, the Joy-Cons. Many people have, like, trouble holding one or the other. Or, you know, two together, are obviously, so... So it'd be pretty nice to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. Well, truthfully, I already say something that uh, kind of anime games and, and stuff. I, I kind of never kind of enjoyed playing them the story because it is very different to other kind of other games I played that are like RPGs. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a clear difference, really. Yeah, yeah, definitely going to be a big difference between those. Um, anything else you all want to touch on and talk about? We're at an hour, so I don't want to keep you too long. Vivek is kind of sick and stuff, so I don't want to tire you all out or anything. Make sure you all get the rest and be ready for the week next week. If not, it's fine. Well, it's great to talk to you. I know we we were we yeah, actually it does feel like it's been ages. Too, I mean we we chat in we chat in our our Slack chat or our group chat or whatever. But we also before the show we were like together, um, for like an hour before the show wow. talking. So we've actually been talking for like two hours already. So, uh, we were actually all uh, I was up real I was up early early this morning like seven thirty. So we were all up and ready to go. Oh. So, um, but yeah, okay, then let's do some shout outs. First, we're going to start with Vivek. What you got going on? What's coming through the pipeline for you? Where can people find you? Well, the pipeline, uh, you can find, find me at Uncanny Vivek on Twitter and YouTube. And what I'm doing is I'm going to be doing kind of videos about how I, by how I play and kind of the process of how I read back my, my buttons and the thoughts behind it. Uh, kind of because I've been playing cyberpunk, I've actually managed to kind of find a really, like a really, uh, the best setup for me, but I just want to kind of show people the process of my thinking really. Because it's not as easy as it looks. Awesome. That's be pretty cool. Do you know what day your talk is at for GA Conf? Because you got that coming up. That's in like two I weeks. Think, I think it's uh, April the 5th. Do you know the time or no? The first day? No. Okay, we don't know the time, but make sure if you search GA Conf 2021, you'll be able to find it. Yeah. Oh, you're going to tell us? Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. on April 6th at 2.15 p.m. Uh, CET or GMT, depending on how you want to call it. So, yeah. Perfect, there we go. GMT, uh, April 6th. Don't miss it. Right. Gaming. It's going to be amazing. Yes, perfect. All right. Now let's go on to Antonio. Shoutouts. Shoutouts. Okay. Um, I'm going to be... Trying to uh, finish some of my reviews that are super, super, super delayed. At this point, it's like more like a, a post-mortem, which is not even funny for me, to be honest. Um, then I have to go through the process of, you know, um, we have been looking for more people for getting accessibility nexus. And I have to go through all the staff that or the people that are uh, reaching out to us, which is awesome. I'm very thankful for the people that are interested in participating. Um, but I have to talk to them, and, you know, see what goes, how it goes. 
and then I have to take my vaccine next week. So it's going to be a really funny week. Ooh, congrats. Uh, yeah, the second, the second dose is, wow. is the funny one, right? Well, yeah. we, we've all three of us be vaccinated. Yes. But you're the first yeah. one to get the second one. Uh, I Yeah, I'm the first one to have the second one. Yeah, I got the second one like uh, the end of or middle of February. The second one, uh, I mean, it only lasts like a day or two, but yeah, you definitely feel like... Uh, Rubbish. Yeah, you feel like you had a cold for a little bit, but that's how you know it's working. And yes, um, and I went to um, give a bit, if you allow me, a, a big thanks to someone because I recently got uh, to try the exothality control for myself. Mm -hmm. I, uh, someone, uh, Caitlin Jones from Xbox and the World Fighter Engage uh, initiative, uh, they helped me find the setup and they sent me the, all the control and the buttons and the switches like everything and i was like blown away because now i can play games in two different ways uh, it starts opening a lot of possibilities for me in in terms of accessibility with just mouse and keyboard and voice commands i can also now play with the joystick and the buttons and i'm even thinking of buying uh, an xbox console to play with it and who knows maybe in the future a ps5 if i can find a titan you know so awesome. uh, yeah so very big thanks to them for the generosity and donating yeah. this to me because it had really helped me get back into gaming. It awesome. sounds like you're a lot more free. Yeah. And that, I, I that is what accessibility before. is. Exactly. It's freedom, like you said. It, it's, it's allowed me to play in a much different ways. You know, I can drive now in Forza. I love driving and I can do it again. And I, I, I can't wait to try more games. It's, it's a learning experience to try this new setup, but it's amazing. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'll, I'll cut that up for you and send you the video of you thanking them so you can use it. Uh, that would be great. And tweet it out and stuff. So I'll send you, I'll make sure to cut it up and send it to you. And then you can put subtitles over it or if you want or whatever. Um, and then I'll do shout outs really quick. Uh, me. Hey, everybody. Uh, one hand mostly here. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube, all in the same name. Uh, what I've got going on, I'm working on a video for Revita, which is like a super accessible platformer roguelike. And that's going to come out next week, tomorrow. On this channel, you'll be able to check me out live. We're going to be checking out Mr. Prepper. It's like a, a post-apocalyptic uh, base kind of development game where you have to like sneak around um, the government and like build your fallout shelter in your house and then you can check us uh you know check out the game for the first time and see how accessible it is i'm pretty sure it's pretty much i can do everything with the mouse so we'll see how that goes it really it was released on thursday so tomorrow make sure to check us out for that um, yeah that was cool we did it big boss in here putting our twitter handles in the chat yeah, Thank you so much. Show, you know? Yeah. But, um, well, I think that'll do it for our show. And I think we'll be back next week. Not next week. Next month. Good God. If we did it next, we did it every week. We would be so tired. Uh, it will next month, April, we'll be talking about all the games that came out between now and then and their accessibility or any news. Probably Outriders, I think, is the one. Maybe even that. I don't know if the Hood and Outlaw, does that come out in May or April? May. May, okay. So that, that looks quite interesting. Yeah, that looks cool too. So we'll be, maybe we'll, we'll know more by that time as well. So make sure to keep it right here. And we'll see you all next month. Everybody make a funny face, so I'm going to end the stream. <laughs>